ladies, and a gentleman, filmmakers and moviegoers alike, welcome to this week's episode of Me Already Fucking Shit Up. I mean, critically casual. I'm your host, Three Cups, and joining me as always is the amazing Dorky Dev. What's up, Dev? What's up? Nothing much. Happy motherfucking life day, bitch! Yeah, happy life day. <laughs> uh, it's the best life day ever, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, we've seen some movies on this show. Mm-hmm, that we have. We've seen some shit movies on this show, too. But man, was this week unique? <laughs> you are not wrong. Sorry, I'm eating food because it's my life day feast. Um, and I will be eating food before it goes cold. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna hop right on. There into you go, this. audio listeners. Mm-hmm. My mic's far enough. And away. I'm the disruptive one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the host of the show. I can do what I want. <laughs> but let's get started. Let's start talking about this week. I literally just called this week Happy Life Day because you know that's exactly what it is. It's Life Day. We're talking stuff, everything. The Star Wars holiday special, and then Lego Star Wars holiday special. Looking at that list, I already feel the oh, why did I do this to us? <laughs> Getting Are you talking about the rest of the movies this month? No, it's just movies this month. I'm kind of. They're not all awful. <laughs> no! All unique in their own ways. Exactly. So, ready to get started and talk about... Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this train wreck. Yeah, let's talk about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Which was released on TV November 17th, 1978. <laughs> known known budget as far as i could tell mm-hmm. oh i found it million dollars oh this cost a million dollars oh i must have been the circus act in 78 mm. million dollars in 78 was what this movie was it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it. It was not worth it. Do you want me to give you the brief synopsis of the plot thing that they have on IMDb? Yeah, hit me with it. Chewbacca and Han Solo. Han, I gotta get my movie voice. <clears throat> Chewbacca and Han Solo try to get the Wookiee home to the Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk to celebrate Life Day, but are impeded by an Imperial blockade. Chewie's family passes the time with various forms of entertainment. And that's what Life Day is all about. Various forms of entertainment. Apparently, because they don't do anything else on Life Day. <laughs> like, My God. I mean, they get together in the end. I don't after care. An hour and a half. Genuinely don't care. <laughs> for a certain point. Uh, of course, it stars at least everyone from the first Star Wars movie showing up at least once. Um one thing this movie starts out with and just kind of like immediately goes, oh, well, fuck you. Oh, my God. He's not even on the list of people in this movie. Who's that? Uh, let me find him real quick. I can't remember. Uh, the guy who played R2. Um, 
I mean, I think they might also have a mechanical version of R2. Yeah, but they really use it in this? <laughs> I mean, are they going to pay an actor when they don't have to? They paid a million dollars, Steven. Not wrong. <laughs> so, you know. I'm going to point that out. Yeah, it's not uh, even credited here. I don't even see him. Uh, Kenny, ba uh, Kenny Baker. Oh, yeah, on the IMDb, he's not even credited. Like, R2-D2, yeah. he doesn't even show up. As a character. That makes sense. He only has, like, one line. He goes, beep, boop, beep. C-3PO has, like, one line. True. But he actually says words. In a language we can understand. <laughs> Half this movie is us not understanding what's being said. That's 100% true. I loved this that. movie is an hour and a half. It felt like forever. No, it did. By the end of it, because me and Dev were watching this together, I was like, Am I still awake? Am I dreaming? Am I actually on a hallucinogen right now? <laughs> Psychedelic? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Mm hmm. And sadly, I don't even know how to go ahead. I was about to say, and sadly, going through this whole thing, like, there's only one segment in the whole show I liked, and it was that weird, like, drag, four armed cooking show. You mean the one of the worst parts? Yeah, one of the most culturally insensitive parts. Yes, I thought that was the best part of the whole thing. I just who who allowed this? <laughs> Um, um, I, I can't remember. I remember it popped up a couple of times on the screen. Um, General Motors? Well, GM, yes, they sponsored it. I think there's something else. CBS? can't remember. I have no idea who, I just, man. <laughs> this was a freaking trip. I'm... Probably never going to watch this movie again. I'm glad I did watch it, though, because I do like watching terrible movies at least once. To know exactly what not to do. And what not to do is exactly what happens here. We, like, I 100% agree with you in saying that it's really hard to choose what to talk about in this movie. Because there's nothing to talk about. Like, it just doesn't make sense. This thing just goes on for an hour and a half. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you start it, and then it ends. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't make sense. There's nothing in this that makes sense. It just exists. I see why they've buried this for so long. Because I've seen bits and pieces of this. I've never watched it all the way through because, A, didn't want to put myself through it, and B, do I need another reason? <laughs> um. Yeah. I guess the other reason is it wasn't content yet. <laughs> um, man, like, legitimately, I sat through this and just didn't. I so I had my uh, full disclosure. I had Minecraft up. Mm -hmm. I was more focused on killing guardians than anything this movie could even do. <laughs> in a guardian farm where they just fall in front of you and you just slice them. That was more riveting. 
than anything this movie did. I also will stand by my uh, comment that this is the, the Cats musical, not the movie, the musical, because it's just random song after random song. This is random song after random song. Because it's a fucking musical, too. It is a musical. That's the best part. Thankfully, the the Wookiees aren't the ones who sing. Could you imagine a singing Wookiee? In chorus, too? Oh. Wouldn't that be amazing? Uh... <laughs> kind of close. That was close nah. to my imagination. <laughs> But honestly, there is not much that we can say about this other than that it was probably it exists. It exists. It was probably conceived by somebody who was on drugs. Not George Lucas, somebody else. Even though George Lucas was probably also on drugs. <laughs> he did the writing for the characters. He didn't do any of the other writing. Mm-hmm. This was 100% just uh, marketing and trying to sell more toys for Lucas. Mm -hmm. Why he did this. But hey, we at least get to see Chewie's family. Yeah, Lumpy, uh, uh, Nala, Nala, Mm -hmm. Mala, uh, and Itchy. Fight the trio. I think the main character out of the three probably is Lumpy. And that's why I made him the opening image on the screen. <laughs> that's not why you did it. You did it because that was a grotesquely ugly image. <laughs> it's cursed. It's on our Instagram over at, uh, I think it's HQ on Instagram. I have no idea. I need to look this up real quick, real quick, real quick. <laughs> that would be to plug in perfectly. Yeah, HQ on Instagram. Oh, right. Um, you can see the fucking. You can see every goddamn title screen, uh, little thumbnail that Steven has created on there, um, that I've uploaded. Um, so yeah, you can see that fucking hideous thing he's created. <laughs> I love it, but it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it just screams ah or ah. Oh. I mean, you're not far off from how he sounded. I just I don't know what to say about this. This was a bad episode this was a bad episode of in the sense of like you just you feel like you went you had a bad trip watching this this doesn't feel like anything star wars and this is coming like this like this is down on this is the worst star wars thing ever (laughs) wait do we have to put this on our star wars ranking list uh we probably will I didn't plan for it, but because <laughs> I'd also like to, if we, if this is, if we're, if we put this, if we put these two on the ranking list, I would like to fight for something on oh. the ranking list Uh-oh. changes. Okay. 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 Since we're here. Um, so this would obviously be out of the ones that we've seen. So current rankings are, uh, I actually have that set up still. Look at me. Current rankings. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Oh, we did bump we did bump rise down under the last edit we did. 
because as time had passed uh, on May the 4th, we bumped it down as time had passed because that movie ages worse as it goes on. <laughs> and that's what I want to talk about. So currently, if you're looking at the list on the screen, um, I'll read it off real quick. Um, Empire Strikes Back at number one, number two, New Hope, number three, Rogue One, number four, Force Awakens, number five, Return of the Jedi, number six, Rise of Skywalker, number seven, Last Jedi. Um, oh, I've Return of the Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi. Solo at number eight, The Clone Wars at number nine, number 10, Revenge of the Sith, number 11, Phantom Menace, number 12, Attack of the Clones. Obviously, this is going at 13. <laughs> at it as well, um, Rise of Skywalker is actually currently under Solo at eight, and Solo and Last Jedi got bumped up on the May the 4th uh, show we did this year. <coughs> Jeez. So, yeah. I'm arguing that it needs to be lower. Lower than 13th? No, I'm talking about Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Oh, lower so than 8th? We eight? have the lift. Yes. As time as pa passes from that movie... I mean, it gets worse the more they talk about it. It really does. The more time passes between that movie's... The, the, the time I saw it the first time opening night to now, which is about a year, it has drastically gone down the fact that we had it on at sixth the first night we saw this and we reviewed it is mind-boggling to me that we uh, had it that high in the we, first place we fanboyed really hard over the really uh fan baity stuff <laughs> we did 100 <laughs> percent. and as time went on like solo's better and i would argue revenge of the sith is better Because at least its plot makes some fucking sense. You know? It's not a good movie. <laughs> I would even argue Phantom Menace has a better story. It's boring and dry, but I'm will I'm I'm if you're willing to do this, I'm willing to put it at tenth. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's really not a good movie. It really isn't. <laughs> and that's not saying Revenge of the Sith is definitively a good movie. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That's but, why it's still, what, uh, ninth? Out of yeah. 12, 13? 14, if we include the Lego movie that we're about to review, too. I'm just happy because that means uh, Attack of the Clones is even higher now. <laughs> the Clone Wars is even higher now. <laughs> yeah, the movie that you're fighting for. <laughs> Legitimately, that's, that's why I didn't argue for it to be below Clone Wars. I argued it to be below Revenge of the Sith. Because mm -hmm. you, you'd understand that more than arguing Clone Wars. Because you even argued Clone Wars lower than that originally. But I, you know it's better than what you argue it is. Nope, it's awful. Even with occasional bad animation. <laughs> but it's yeah, no, this is 100%. This is 100% the worst Star Wars thing ever made. <laughs> I mean, the, I don't know. Have Christmas you seen special? Starship Squadron or Star Wars Squadrons? <laughs> I've heard that fun. It's kind of fun to play. Sorry, I meant the um, um, the animation after Rebels. Oh, Resistance? I think so. Yeah, I've heard it's not bad. It's probably awful. I don't know. I'm just trying to throw something out there. <laughs> There's nothing that could be worse than this. And the you might want to go back to the holiday special screen so we can yell at this without oh, confusing people. Fine. It's in thirteenth. All right, people. 
And this does that mean we're gonna put the Lego one on this list too now? I mean, probably not. I'm assuming okay. it's Admit not it, canon. It has to be an hour long. Okay, I can give that. <laughs> it has to be an hour long Star Wars thing for us to put on the list. Like, I mean, this wasn't put on the list originally either. And we did all of Star Wars movies. Remember that we kept saying we're we're doing all of Star Wars movies. We're doing all of them. Don't worry, all the Star Wars movies. Well, now we have. Well, yeah, we finally fucking completed that promise after a year. So, Dev, legitimately what, a year. Yeah. What um, what episode would you call this? Is it episode four point five? Episode five. Call it episode nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right, I, I I don't think there's much else we could talk about. I mean, no, we could dude, talk, this is bad. If it was a spoiler town, we could go into spoilers on this and talk about this for like probably another ten minutes, maybe. But <laughs> um, yeah, this wasn't good. I can understand why everyone's trying to bury it. Not buried yet. We found no, it. No, it's still. We found it. We we fucking found it. Some fucking how. We're found idiots. It. and went. We're gonna watch this. And I blame my coworker. His name's Cody. Cody, I blame you. And I also blame Disney for releasing the Lego Star Wars the same day he recommended this movie to me. I was like, all right, fine. So yeah, it was just destiny. <sighs> Don't say that. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here 100%. All right, Dev. I'm giving your popcorn kernels. How many are you giving to the Star Wars holiday special? Oh, fuck. I don't even... I... Okay, I don't hate this movie, if that makes sense. It's just bad. So I can't necessarily give it Aragon point. Mm -hmm. So it's 1.5. 1.5. 1. Still 1. better 5. than Death Note. Yeah, everything's better than Death Note. I don't hate Death... I, I don't hate this movie, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. There isn't a lot to hate in this movie because it's just bad. And there's no like, and there's no plot, so you can't hate the plot. There's no character development, so you can't hate the character development. There's, it's nothing. It just <laughs> exists. Nothing changes. Nothing happens. There's a lot of people talking directly into the camera, like they're talking at you. Right? That's that. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I'm. There's no nothing good about this. There's no redeeming it. Uh, I probably shouldn't have recommended this movie. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This is this is on him. Mm. I know he's trying to pass the blame on his coworker. He has the right to choose what goes on yep. this show. Yep. 100%. He has vetoed me on movies. I have for years. Probably. Only because we've been doing this for years now, and by that I mean two. <laughs> yeah, there are ones that you've 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 said no to. You know, one of these days we'll do one, one of them was fucking Snowpiercer. Hey, we did it, didn't we? We finally did. <laughs> and then you fucking did this. <laughs> yep. We get a dev day, and then I ruin everything. God damn it, man! I literally I we got Die Hard at the end of the year. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I literally made that joke too, incredibly casual, in like the har har uh, Photoshop battle, where I was like. I I uh I take things and warp them to make it something adjacent to what Dev wants. Like, you know, critically casual. He wanted a movie review podcast. And I made this. Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, there there was better things we could have spent the fucking Uh-oh. I'm back. Things are fine. 
Hello? Hi. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Hi. <laughs> yeah, they're Um, I just... You, you, you put us in a fucking spot on this one, buddy. Just a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh... Yeah, I think it's time to move on with me saying that this deserves a, uh... A two... That is your lowest score of the year. <laughs> yes. This, like this something. I, you have finally you have finally hit your spectrum. Because it was gonna happen eventually. Your highest will always be a 9.5. You rarely give out tens unless it's a fucking kids movie. And the lowest I think you've ever given is now a two. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure you gave Death Note more. I think, yeah, I think I gave it like a three or something, like a three and a half. Pisses me off. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, there was better acting in Death Note. (laughs) Don't fucking start with me. (laughs) All right, so let us move on and start talking about really what helped us end the night. Like, this was a real mood changer. It like a hundred percent. This made it weirdly enough. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special made up for everything. Released as a TV short, November seventeenth, twenty twenty, on Disney Plus. Uh, does not have a budget release because they don't have to do that shit. Um, when they release it on their own platforms, man, was this a hoot? <laughs> it really was. Like. I was I enjoyed it a lot. It was really cute. The humor was Lego humor, which is arguably the fantastic. Best part. Yeah. Oh, Lego humor is great. If you've ever played any of the Lego Star Wars games, I played a lot of the first and the second one, which is the prequel trilogy. See, uh, OG trilogy. The humor in those games are hilarious. It's hilarious in all like the Lego games know how to make funny. Lego movies know how to make a funny. Um, with the Lego Batman movie, with uh, the Lego movies. They, they, they know how to take advantage of what they are, which is Legos. They're kids' toys. <laughs> and they have fun with it. There are plenty of times where, like, something happens and someone's hair pops off for a second. It's great. It spins. Parts pop off. I love the imperfections and stuff that they do, like, on the surface. So it's all stipply and you can see scratches and... Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastically animated. Um, it's not like the quality of like the Lego movies, mm-hmm. um, because those are going for like a photorealistic animation. Um, like you, they like those movies look like they are Lego toys just in stop motion. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're animation, which is dope. Yeah, this had a little um, more fluidity to it. Like they're not as yeah. Legoy. Yeah, they're 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 like. They're 100% like animations. Like you, you couldn't look at it and go, oh, that's a Lego Lego. That's no, this is an animated Lego. Mm-hmm. You know it 100%. But like the, the imperfections, uh, like the grooves that form on like the Legos when they're like made and stuff. I mean, it made it feel personable and everyone looked different. Also, the fact that Rose has more lines in this. Oh, yeah. And more screen time is pretty great. Um, the fact that the this movie knows Lego humor and Star Wars humor. Absolutely. 
I had to double check real fast. Rose Tico is actually still played by Kelly Marie Tran. Oh, hey, look at that. That's great. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things, they brought James Arnold Taylor to play uh, um, Obi-Wan. And he's the voice from uh, everything animated Star Wars. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> that was fucking... We busted up laughing because there's a scene. <laughs> not really... Well, there's a scene that has him um, in it that is, like, fantastic, and I just didn't expect it, mm-hmm. and it was good. Um, I don't know, it's just, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good voice acting, um, and it just seems like everyone just had a really fun time with this. So, it was just generally enjoyable. That's the best way to put it. It was generally in general, uh, it was generally enjoyable. I 100% agree. Um, so I kind of wish, like, I don't know what I'm wishing for, actually. Do I wish it was more outrageous, or do I less, wish it was less outrageous? Like, if it was less outrageous, it could be considered canon. If it was more outrageous, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. But um, this was good. Like, I'm probably going to watch this again with my dad because he'll probably find it funny. It makes me want to watch the other Lego specials <laughs> from Star Wars. Are we going to do that? Are we going to have a Lego week or a Lego month? <laughs> oh, God, that'd be nuts. Have we reviewed Lego Movie 2 and 1? You know, I think we have. Don't remember. No, we did Lego Movie 2 because we did two different animations. That's right. That's right. I think we did it with like Teen Titans go to the movies or something. Yeah. My wor- no longer my worst movie on Critically Casual. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was not the worst movie you've seen on Critically Casual. You were too hard on that movie. <laughs> too hard you're, on you, you, Just because you're confused doesn't mean you need to hate it. Just because you have conflicting fe- feelings. I don't feel like this is a lesson I could take from you. <laughs> no, my hatred towards Death Note is not the same as your hatred towards um, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Your hatred for Teen Titans Go to the Movies is because you also were like, I liked parts of this movie, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. My hatred for Death Note is that it's a bad movie that butchers so much. It and has know. nothing redeemable. <laughs> we'll let bygones be bygones for now. Yeah, we'll let um, it be. So, um, no, this was fucking fun. It really was. Uh, for anyone who doesn't really know, a quick synopsis is essentially Ray is on a journey to become a better teacher to teach Finn how to be a Jedi. This takes place after Rise of Skywalker. So, um... Uh, I guess there was information talked about after Rise of Skywalker that is now canon in the Lego universe, but not 100% canon in the Star Wars cinematic universe because it was never discussed on the movies. Well, also, I like how they beat around it a little bit where the way they talk about it is how we like what people interpret. Like, I think it's a little bit of poking fun, okay? Mm -hmm. Because the way Finn and Rey talk about Jedi stuff is the same way that they the oh, is he saying I love you thing? It's in the same way. Mm-hmm. 
that Rise of Skywalker did, which is funny because it's like, oh, hey, they're kind of in on the joke of what they fucked up. <laughs> At least the Lego people are going to make fun of it. Yeah, the Lego people will be like, oh, fuck these people. We didn't make this movie. We could say whatever we want. <laughs> 100%. But yeah. Um, so this one actually tells a little bit more, or a lot more, about what Life Day actually is. Too. That's something that's important as well. <laughs> yeah, the last one doesn't say shit about Life Day. I mean, it doesn't say shit about the uh, the Wookiees either. <laughs> Other than Grandpa's a perv, I think. Yeah. Maybe. No, that's 100% true. <laughs> um, Things I want to talk about in this movie. Uh, like you said, it is definitely like a Lego animation. Not Lego stop motion. Animation. Um... The story was very cute. I like what they did with it. It was short, sweet, to the point. Um, honestly, yeah, I don't know. Like, this might just be the shortest episode of Critical Casual ever. Because... Oh, 100%. We might make it under an hour <laughs> mm-hmm. at this rate. Because there's not a ton to say. Because this thing is only 44 minutes. But it's it's quick. It's fun. It it's engaging to the point that I stopped playing Minecraft, mind you, to watch a fucking Lego movie. Oh, wow. Like, all right, cool. Um, because it just, it worked. It did what it needed to do. It engaged its audience. It knows who its audience is. It's going to be mostly for kids, but you're also going to have the parents or the idiots like ourselves who are Star Wars fans who will watch it because... A, they're doing some, they have some reason to, like, ah, it's going to be dumb. Um, Legitimately thought this was going to be worse than what it is. 100%. Oh, yeah. This thankfully has years of streamlined uh, writing and storytelling and, I don't know. Understands the Star Wars fan base. Mm-hmm. 50 years of different. Better than Disney does. <laughs> I know this released on Disney, but the Lego team is different. Yeah. Like, think about that, too. There's 50 years difference between... The holiday special and the Lego holiday special. 52 years. Mm -hmm. No, less than 50 years. It's like 40... 78 to 2020, right? Yeah, that's 48 years. No, 40... You were right. No? Oh, wait, sorry. No, yeah, that would have been 68 is 52, so 42 years. Yeah. 42 years. Almost 50 years. <laughs> almost 50 years. Oh, man, we're almost on the 50th anniversary of Star Wars. Weird. I hadn't thought about that until now. Anyways. <laughs> like Things are getting real, man. Yeah, I mean, what well, we celebrated the 40th anniversary of Empire this year, so. Or I bought some of my merch, like the Leia and Han right there. Uh, behind me. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's just like it, this is fun. It understands what it needs to be, and it just has fun with it. There's some great moments, like um, uh, one of my uh favorite parts involves the uh the voice actor for uh the clones. Mm-hmm. The Jinx. Double jinx! It's almost like we're the same person. 
<laughs> yeah. D. Bradley Baker. There he is. He's <laughs> he's a good voice. He's a great voice actor. He voices Klaus on uh, American Dad. He's Perry the Platypus. Um, he was t- Daffy Duck on Space Jam. Where are he going to be in the new Space Jam? I mean, probably. No, no, he's not. Never mind. Darn, they have the new um, Daffy Duck then. <laughs> but he is going to be the main the main star of Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Jeez, I wonder why. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. But yeah, no, this was really entertaining. Do you want to throw in the popcorn so we can start discussing spoilers on it? Yes, I'll give you your popcorns. All right, for me, it was cute. It was entertaining. And it's definitely getting an extra point for a kid's point. So that in mind, going to get a seven and a half. Well, I forgot about our extra point, so mine's an eight. So uh, that means the difference between these is that one of them got a two overall. The other one got an eight overall. <laughs> God damn. Do we give Lego, uh, the Star Wars movie a kid's point because that was a kid's movie too? <laughs> was it a kid's movie? Who was that made for? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if that's a kid's movie. There is... There is no definitive answer on who that was made for. So I don't know if we give it an extra point. At best, I'd be willing to give half a point. An extra half a point? Yeah, if you want to do that, fine, but I don't care either way. Uh, nah, we'll let it stew in what it's created. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Well then. Let's get ready to spoiler! You're if I did that live every week. Remember when you did at first? Yeah, and then I finally fucking created the button. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll just, this is easier. <laughs> Fuck it is, man. Like, come on. <laughs> so, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. So, we open up. We can literally go scene by scene in this one because it's 45 minutes long. Oh, can I do my, can I do my <laughs> famous plot breakdowns I always did? Absolutely, go for it. Yay! All right. God, it's been a while since I've done one of these. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy a journey painted by me. <laughs> so, Star Wars The Lego Holiday Special starts off with Yoda reading, like, uh, narrating the opening about Life Day after the Resistance is, or the Resistance is won, the Last Order is defeated, um, all that, um, and... A bag then of we, <laughs> yeah, we get to the Millennium Falcon on Kashyyyk, um, and Finn and Ray are in there training. Um, Finn's not doing great uh, because he might be force sensitive, maybe, but he's not great. All mm-hmm. right, he probably had some of that stunted due to the fact that he was brainwashed as a child. Anyways, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Um, anyways, the, like, so they go through that, Ray, kind of like, ah, practice with the wooden stick. He's like, oh, all right. Um, that'll be important later. Um, so Ray's like, I can't, I don't think I'm a good enough teacher, so I'm going to do that. Like, I I need to figure out a way to teach you better, because I don't know if I'm doing a good enough job. Um, they're setting up for life day, all this stuff, and, uh, like, Poe's freaking out because he wants to make a, uh, um, can't remember the name of the dish, but I can't he, he wants 
he wants to make a special dish for it because that's what you're supposed to make. Rose is like, all right, you are going insane, Poe, as per usual. Um, I'm going to handle everything. Um, and Finn's just like, I don't know what to do. I'll follow Rose or, or Ray because all I'm good for is to follow a female lead. Um, mm-hmm. That is all they've ever written Finn to be, and it's bullshit. And, and it still carries that he's over the to leader this. Of the rebellion. And probably God the new damn. empire or republic. Uh, anyways, is there even going to be a new republic? Who knows? Anyways, a new uh, new so, republic. <laughs> republic 3.0. Um, <laughs> they turned it off and back on again. That's all. <laughs> obviously, the system isn't broken. It obviously, it's worked in the past. <laughs> anyways, so the um. So Ray's like, oh, I got to go do this thing. I know you guys are setting up but and need my help, but I'm going to go do this thing because I might be able to help Finn more. She goes to random planet A with BB-8. Um, they get there. She finds a crystal. Crystal has uh, time space continuum mo- mumbo jumbo, similar to what if this is spoiler for Rebels uh, warning. Spoiler for Rebels. <laughs> um, Ezra learns how to do some timey-wimey stuff um, on Lothal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's similar to that, but not quite that. It's yeah. more direct teleportation, not a bridge through time. Yeah, Lothal um, made was less extreme. Yes, this was jarring, but yeah. great. Because what we get is her teleporting throughout the ages to different um, points in Star Wars. So the first time she teleports, she teleports back to Dagobah when Luke is there training and watches Luke and Yoda train. Um, and we see Luke, uh, try to do the X-Wing thing and fail, and then they leave, um, because, uh, BB-8 starts getting attacked by a slug monster thing. Um, then they teleport, I think it's that they end up under the table. Oh, yeah, under the table in the first, the very Oh, no, they teleport back, Mm -hmm. and then they teleport in again, Mm because they're like, oh my god, that was nuts. And they, I believe it's that they end up under the table. Mm-hmm. Um, where we get the part that I loved, um, which is a young Obi Wan and a Qui Gon Jinn in the room waiting for negotiations yeah. in Episode One. And board, 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 <laughs> so boring. <laughs> <laughs> we get James Arnold Taylor playing in crazily eccentric Obi Wan. And God damn it, I would have killed for that eccentric of a Ewan McGregor. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Um, because we know he can do it. So I like that. Just, that's where my brain went. Like, oh my God, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but it would have changed how he got played in later movies, anyways. But and Ewan McGregor was probably the best part of the prequels. So, anyways, yeah, um, outside of um, Ian McDermott, torts in the mouth. Um, yeah, you know, outside of Ian McDermott, who plays you know the Emperor. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so we go from there when the the gas comes in, so they teleport out. They end up um on top of an elevator with Anakin and Obi Wan. Episode three looks um <clears throat> doing a conversation similar to what they did in episode two. It's not the same conversation. Um, it's it's definitely later because of their look and stuff like that. It's definitely after Obi-Wan obviously knows what's up. Um, because 
By the way, if you haven't watched Clone Wars, spoilers for Clone Wars, spoilers for Clone Wars, um, Obi-Wan knows about uh, Anakin and Padme. Absolutely. Um, which is great. It's great for the canon because obviously he would fucking know, and that's why he would go to Padme during episode three. 100% makes it so that it was Obi-Wan's negligence a little bit, which adds to the story that, like, if Qui-Gon was the one to train Anakin, it would have worked out better. But because Obi-Wan looked at him more as a brother... Um, my brother, it's it's why like Obi Wan should not have been the one to train Anakin, but that's an entire story for a different day. Mm -hmm. Um, hit me uh, up for that sometime else. Star Wars theory. That's our yeah. next podcast. <laughs> no, we, we well we'd have to get the Star Wars theory guy if we did that. Oh, that's true. Um, I forgot about him. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, I'd love to have him on a show at some point. That'd be awesome. I have um, to. oh. We'll we'll talk about something later. Um, with uh with that, so they teleport. They go to um. They end up in Luke's X-wing during the trench run. Mm -hmm. Um, on his lap get, as he's like about to do the dive bomb. And you get you get James Arnold Taylor doing the Obi Wan old Obi Wan voice because you can tell it's not the actor that they usually get to do the Alec. Guinness voice because mm -hmm. um, they have two separate actors who do those um, because they, their voices are just distinct enough that you need it um, but you can kind of tell because there's a moment where he's like ahem and it's a hundred percent James Arnold Taylor mm -hmm. um, <laughs> use the force Luke what? use the um, force use the force <laughs> listen to your master and use the force and then they teleport out for the death circuits blown up um they end up back on the planet they're like oh my god um we tell we go back to the the i'm gonna speed through the other cast stuff real quick yeah up until when things happen so they're trying to get things set up poe burns the thing with the um fuel or with the 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 thruster from the millennium falcon mm -hmm. um everything's falling apart because the porgs keep fucking with shit um they're porgs in this by the way because porgs are everywhere lego um, porgs they are fucking cute. Yeah, they were. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know why people hate the hated the porgs so much in uh the because last Jedi. I've I don't care that they were cute. They're cute. Mm -hmm. Don't hate them because they're cute. You 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 hate them because you like them on on a like deep level. Um anyways, and they also had to like work around the fucking birds that they had there, so that was their workaround, which is editing their beaks off and putting a weird face on them. I think that's a great workaround. Um Anyways, the porgs are adorable, but keep fucking shit up. Um, Rose and Finn are like distress signal, distress signal. Um, and they actually get uh, in, uh, what's his name? So and so in the uh, Weibo in the nine, I think was what the group was. They got the blue elephant from Jabba's palace. Um, <laughs> Poe's like, where's the other nine? And Weibo says something and he's like, oh, my condolences. Um, <laughs> so obviously the other nine are dead. Uh, um, kind of sad. Some of them probably have died in the, uh, during the Jabba stuff and the rest of them probably died over the years. Um, anyways, um, you have, uh, like, uh, you have, God damn it. You have fucking Lou, uh, lumpy itchy and Mala show up. You have Maz show up. Yell, where's my boyfriend? And Chewie and her hang out for yeah, a moment. Yeah, they like roll around which, on the floor literally. In but front Mala's of his right there. Yeah. <laughs> which makes me go, huh, 
<laughs> Chewbacca's polymor <laughs> polynamorous. <laughs> or is he polygamist? Oh, he's polynamorous because yeah. Maz is not gonna fucking put up for for that shit. Let's be real. Maz is gonna be like, bitch, please. <laughs> Anyways, um, so um, everyone's hanging out and things seem to be a little chaotic and everything, but it is what it is. So back to the main plot. Um, uh, uh, Ray go, like goes to BBA like, hey, one more time, one more fucking time, we teleport through time. We'll 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 be back for the party. Don't worry. Um, they go through. They end up in the Emperor's throne room before Luke gets taken to the uh, second Death Star, Death Star Two. Right Vader's like Death Star. Yeah, Vader's like Death Star Two. It's kind of hold on. Do I have a setup? Death Star Two. Death Star Two. That's a little bit of a little bit of a weird uh, name. What about uh, Star Killer Base? No, that's stupid. Who would like that? Right, who's there? Um, and like Vader gets sent off after because they go through the portal. Vader ends up going through the portal because the portal, of course, lasts longer than it normally did. Um, because movie has to movie. Um, that is legitimately, honestly, the only time this movie does the movie has to movie. Yeah, that I can think of, which is funny because this is a fucking Lego movie. Um. Anyways, so they uh. They battle, they start teleporting through things and just collecting people. It's where the um where the D. Bradley Baker part happens, where like there's two clone troopers on speeders being like, ah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Some uh <laughs> traffic duty. Oh, I know. I hate it. Oh, I hate it too. It's almost like we're the same person. Jinx! Double jinx! <laughs> um they start chasing. They also end up with some pod racers. Uh, they, they collect a bunch of people. They collect all like three Obi Wans. They collect um, Annie and the pod racer. They collect Saboba. They collect half of um, Maul. Um, they collect. <laughs> and that makes sense. Honestly, I love that part, by the way, because it's like, oh, yeah, that 100% makes sense because he <laughs> is technically alive. I wonder how much yeah. they like actually do that in real life. Like, like the two, like I, the clones, just constantly, actually, just dude. I was think, I was think, wow. <laughs> right. Um. You had a. Uh, you had a uh, fucking um. Vader's there. There was a really great scene between Vader on Hoth and Vader from Endor. Oh, <laughs> where they fight each other. They it fight impressed. each other for a moment, and they're like, most, most impressive. Yeah, it was. You right. me. Yeah, impressive. Most impressive. You are me. Get the girl! <laughs> and they teleport. They take some snowtroopers and the Endor Vader and the other Vader's like, huh, that was weird, and just continues on. Um, so you have that, uh, like, and that's when they collect everyone else. Um, you have two Hans together, and they shoot Gerido together first, <laughs> um, which is a great fucking joke. <laughs> God damn it. Because it's literally old Han going, to young Han, do you want to shoot first or ah oh, no, <laughs> with pleasure? <laughs> and they just go, <laughs> it's great. Um, and that starts it off, and everyone starts fighting. Um, Ray and Vader te get teleported again. Three old ones, up. man. Oh god, <laughs> hello there, hello there, hello, hello there. there. <laughs> um, then uh, 
Rain Vader teleport back to the thing. Vader gets the thing. They actually get teleported with young Luke. Who they're like, um, another great line is, uh, uh, Master Skywalker, my son. I mean, oh my, those binary <laughs> sons. Uh, <sighs> and they all teleport back. Um, <laughs> By the way, during this, uh, BB-8 is stuck at the temple because um, BB-8 didn't get teleported during the mass teleportation scene that we just talked about. Nope. Um, they end up at the temple. BB-8 gets thrown against the thing, trying to save the crystal. Vader ends with the crystal, leaves. Then we get um, Vader and the Emperor going to meet, going to the future and meeting Kylo. Shirtless. shirtless Kylo, yeah. Shirtless this Lego Kylo. This was the only Kylo. scene I knew about because when we were setting up to watch this, I accidentally hovered over the bar and I saw shirtless Kylo and I was like, I'm already sold. This is going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I freaking love too how they had Hux freaking like fanboying over him. <laughs> like, over the naval. I mean, Navy. <laughs> over the mid- over the, the, the pecs. I mean, peaks. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'll come back later. <laughs> it just walks <laughs> away. Yeah. Great, that was funny. Um, and so like you have that. You had uh, so and Kylo goes into telling the whole story. And during this, uh, Ray ends up talking to uh Force Ghost Yoda. Um, Yoda's like, oh no, the the key to the past was with you in the old time, kind of thing. Um, Yoda giving the insightful thing. We're already not quite getting until Luke goes like, ah, you know, from what I heard, it was that you just kind of know how to do the thing. And she's like, of course, Master Skywalker, you've taught me. And I made a joke for the first time, but really, he, he's taught her quite a bit. So mm-hmm. anyways, um, so she learns that she could do the whole thing, um, the teleportation thing. And then um, they do that. They end up in the throne room. Vader went to go get uh, Luke on Endor. And Kylo's like, oh, that's the whole thing that sends this whole thing off and uh, of you getting thrown down the shaft. And, and the Emperor's like, ah, well, I've got a plan. It's you. Um, <laughs> everyone shows up. They all start fighting. I love it's the dialogue funny. right before that, too, because it's Kylo and Palpatine talking to each other like, all right, when Vader comes back, we'll destroy him together. And then Darth Vader shows up. You're like, what? You're going to destroy me? What? And he's like, no, 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 not at all. And then, then our hero, Ray, shows up with um, uh, Luke, who's already there because of uh, because Darth Vader brought him in. Yeah. So, uh, And he's sitting there like, all right. Darth Vader then sits there. He's like, okay, so I'm a little confused on what to do here because I know they want to kill me and you want to kill me. So which side am I on? And then Palpatine's like, my side, obviously. <laughs> Dark capes for the win. <laughs> yeah. And then Luke reply, and then Ray and Luke are gonna like, all right, I need your help to fight these. And Luke's like, yeah, just fight the dark capes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Great delivery. Um, <laughs> on that by uh, from uh, uh, Eric uh, Bazaar. Bazaar, I think. Baza. Um. I'm bad at names. We all know this. <laughs> um, so they all start fighting. It's funny. Um, they uh, they keep fighting. Emperor's got the thing, and then the thing gets stolen from him. Um, Ray starts teleporting people back. Um, they win. They leave. Uh, the Emperor gets thrown by the sh- down the shaft. After electric- doing the electric hand thing, 
on Vader as Vader's lifting him, and as he's getting electrocuted, just it turns into Lego uh skeleton for a second. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny as shit. Um, and I'm pretty sure the Lego games did the same thing, by the way. Uh, but don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Mm-hmm. Um Emperor, as he's falling, has a moment of, oh, maybe I should be good, and then dies, which is also hilarious. Um, and bit of a riff off of what Robot Chicken did when he was thrown down that in Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, also just makes me think of this thing was that long. Why didn't the fucking emperor just raise himself with the force? Anyways. <laughs> There's nothing the force onto at the bottom of that bottomless pit. Except for the Yeah, there is because it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so that happens. Ray, you know, goes back goes to Finn like you know you know how to do this all that stuff um and essentially the movie ends with Kashyyyk and Snow which uh, apparently they're pretty uh low odds of happening so movie ends everyone's happy everyone's together Finn's like oh I know how to, I can do this after cu- he cuts the table in half though by accident but it's funny mm-hmm. um and that's the end of the movie yay Bam. we're done with everything movie related under an hour <laughs> Yeah, Lego Star Wars, very cute. I will watch it again for sure. So, yeah. Anything else we want to talk about after that? I summer? think we hit it all. Yeah, I was yeah. About to say, I think you covered all of it. <laughs> all right, hit the news button. We're moving on to news. Woo! It's news time. So, do you I want still to- do that by button? Like, yeah, I still that's have to. True myself so it's okay that means you could just change it up each and every time oh i i I don't know if it's the same every time i couldn't tell you no definitely not (laughs) one of these days you're gonna learn morse code and start putting messages in through that oh i should (laughs) yes that's great why did you say that on air cut this right now (laughs) breaking up uh the show might be uh oh, this this isn't good. Anyways, <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk news. Um, uh, you you have a lot of news this week. I heard. I, I had saw. two news. That's not a lot of news, but that's a lot of news for me. Do you have news as well? I'm looking up some news right now. Let's start with one of yours though, just so I can. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll start with. Do you want the longer conversation or the shorter conversation? Let's start with the longer conversation. HBO Max is going to be releasing movies the exact same day they hit theaters, starting uh, December 25th with Wonder Woman 1984. Um, this has sold me on HBO Max, 100%. I know, I've, I'm know i on record on this show saying I'm waiting for the Snyder Cut to get it. Mm-hmm. This sold me on it, 100%, because it's A, new movies, almost once a month. Pretty much, if you look at the, like, kind of the docket. Yeah, all the stuff that they have plans coming up here. Yeah, like, there's a lot of movies that are coming out for, through uh, Warner Media. So, yeah, um, kind of sold me on that. All right, cool. Um, oh, I forgot there's another Conjuring movie coming out. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be on there, which means we're going to review it, and it's an actual mainline Conjuring movie, which maybe that'll be good then. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some interesting movies I'm just looking forward to now. Yeah, 100%. Like, and I know, so the big conversation with this is, are theaters dead because of this? 
But say that's something that a lot of people are talking about. Um, I can already see going over a bunch of new movie new stuff. People are speaking out about it. Uh, for instance, one such person who is speaking out. Oh, I lost it. Where? Uh, is Christopher Nolan actually? I'm not surprised. I, I know his, his tenant is through Warner Media, but I'm not surprised because he makes movies for the theater experience. Yeah, absolutely. He's very avid about that. And I 100% agree. You see a Christopher Nolan movie in theaters at least once if you're going to watch it. Um, for your, or as close to theater experience as you can. So if you have a home theater, that's a pretty good supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like with how this year has went, this is potentially like, so we talked about uh, Mulan earlier this year. Uh, we didn't discuss the movie itself because we haven't reviewed that yet, but we talked about it going to streaming through the $30 charge and how we were like, I don't know if that's the right play. It's especially with you saying that you're going to release it later. Mm-hmm. A $30 charge for renting a movie is a bit steep for people in our class. Yeah. Um, Cause we're, you know, middle class. Um, if that even exists nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> what would probably be considered lower middle class. Yeah. Um, politics, politics. <laughs> so with that, like a $30 cheat, uh, charge to watch a movie once. And yes, we could share an account for it. So we each get to see it through that $30 charge, which I mean, does even out to what we would probably be spending on a movie ticket yeah. each, like putting it together. That is about that. But that's if, only because we share it. Yes. If we each watched it separately on our own accounts and paid for it, that's $60 for one movie, which is more than we've ever spent on a movie for this show. And that's even when I went, when I lived in Vegas, it was cheaper for me to go to a theater experience than that. Um, and Steven lives in California. So movie tickets are a little bit higher there. Um, so like even when I was in Vegas and Steven was where he is, it would be cheaper than, and we got something to eat probably or to drink. It would still be cheaper overall than renting that movie on two different accounts. So I, I went on the record saying, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, I'm not going to pay for it. Cause it's just, that's, that's a steep charge for, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Fucking free though. HBO's going to fucking murder with this. Absolutely. Like, plus, you get all these other things, too, with HBO. Don't you also yeah. get, like... you get their back catalog. Yeah, you get their back catalog of all the stuff they've made in the past years. Plus, you can, like, bundle with other things, too, now. You get HBO Max with, like, Hulu. <laughs> well, I'm not well, sure Well, no, you get one, Hulu with uh, Disney, Disney Plus and ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, but you can... I'm pretty sure you can get HBO Max with other things as well. So... Probably all this stuff under the Warner Media branch. Mm-hmm. I mean, DC Universe uh, streaming stuff is just going directly there. There's a chance, potentially, who knows, Rooster Teeth could end up there too. I know the next season of Gemlock's going to end up there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a lot of stuff that that's, that thing's going to get. They also have a rotating ca- catalog of movies. Like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a killer deal, suddenly. Like, not that it wasn't already a good deal, that I was just holding off until I wanted to watch the Snyder cuts on there. Um, that's legitimately like, not like discredit to the, the streaming service. It was more like, I mean, I pay for Verve. Um, so that's more what my thing was. Uh, I watch more anime than anything. Yeah. Um, 
But hell, this fucking sold me on it 100%. I'm probably going to get it this month then. Um, nice. I'll watch Wonder Woman. Um, it, it's just kind of crazy to think about. It's on streaming service. It'll be on streaming services. Like, and so the big thing is like, is this the death of cinema as we know it? I think COVID's the death of cinema as we know it, and this is just yeah. a byproduct. Hundred percent. This is this is a byproduct of what we went through through twenty twenty. It's the ecosystem adapting, mm-hmm. and it's going to change how we experience movies going forward. I think it's also going to change how spoilers are done going forward because if you if if you're on the internet in any way, you know that like there are certain things that like as a commuted like the the internet as a whole, usually with movies is pretty good at uh, refraining from being super spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. There are assholes out there who will post on every post about something in the comments, but for the most part, you can find information about a movie without it being spoiled. While shows are usually spoiled within a, within the weekend. Like if the show released on Friday, you have that weekend to watch it. And then people are like, okay, spoiler time. Dude, Including... I had... Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was about to say, I had Mandalorian spoiled for me before I watched the episode that came out on Friday. I was like, Quit the... damn it. <laughs> Still good. But... I'm guessing from a post today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what post you're talking about. Um, Cause it's the post of, uh, of, uh, yeah. <laughs> We try to refrain from spoilers here, folks, as best we can sometimes. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. Uh, but, like, it was one of those things that, like, it, it, it's it's probably going to change how we do movies going forward. Because, I mean, I, I think theaters will always ex- exist in some capacity because a theater experience is fantastic. I always bring up Endgame as being my favorite theater experience because it's such a unique encapsulated moment in my life yeah that will never be recreated even though i went twice and it was very similar both times um but that experience of being in the cinema watching that movie will never be recreated so cinema it needs to exist in some form and how we create create an ecosystem that allows that is on a lot of other variables right now but whether or not those happen is to be seen. Um, so this is just, I think the, the Hollywood execs just being like, you know what? We, we still need our turn. We don't, we aren't guaranteed theaters. So this is us adapting and it's going to change how, like, honestly, like the Academy is going to need to change. Cause if movies are released, I mean, they're same day theaters, but like at this point, like, you might as well just do any movie that's streamed has a chance for Academy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's going to change the game. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see where this goes. I am too. I'm sure, like, it'll there'll be arguments because AMC did this before where they argued, like, we're not gonna, we're not going to show your movies if you do live to release stuff. So, they'll probably do that still. But then, the only problem is if they do that in this instance, those are the only movies that are coming out, really. <clears throat> so are they going to ban the only movies coming out from their theaters? That's, I mean, that's going to kill them worse than not just doing dual. Uh, they're already planning on ba- banning universal movies. So, I mean, that's two th- studios that you're going to try banning from your yeah. cinemas. There's, yeah. That's not going to work. 
you got left? Disney? And I know Disney has the movies, but like. Ah. Uh... Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I got a piece of news here now. I'm going to move us on to the next thing. So, you know how I complain about like sequels and prequels and things constantly just being done and overdone? Well, believe it or not, creator of the Kingsman series, Matthew Vaughn, apparently been thinking ahead and already has plans for not one, not two, but seven Kingsman sequels. Huh. So, you are possibly interested in Kingsman. Good news for you, because there's a very distinct chance that we might just see a lot of those in the next couple of years. I mean, depending if we can actually film movies, but yeah, I am interested because I feel like this was a decision that, like, I don't know why this, this shouldn't really make news, honestly. Like, I know a lot of people plan things far in advance. Like, they'll write a story already thinking about the series ending three movies later or whatever. Look at you, Oda, uh, writer and creator of One Piece. Yeah. So, and you can lay, lay hints at things and stuff like that really early on. But, like, seven movies is a lot of movies. And the last time news like this broke was for Avatar, where he's like, yeah, I'm planning Avatar 2 through 6. Oh, I'd rather watch the Kingsman movies, though. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and then there's also, like, John Wick movies being, like, Keanu Reeves saying, I'll make as many as you guys want me to make. Doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, but those are fun. That's the, the difference between Kingsman and John Wick versus Avatar is Avatar 1, you... You can't really remember why that movie mattered outside that it made a lot of money and looked cool. The movie sucks from a plot perspective, from a character perspective. It's not a good movie. Kingsman is enjoyable. John Wick is enjoyable if you like those kind of movies. Avatar is just CGI bait. If you like CGI, mm -hmm. you're baiting to it. But... That's it. That's all that movie got. Also, it's not even the highest grossing movie anymore. I don't remember what movie passed it. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like... Uh, what was it? Uh, started with an E. End something? Oh, Scavengers Engine? Immortal Engines. Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. That was a good bull. I'll give you that. Same fucking year. <laughs> uh anyways. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it. Those movies are kind of fun, so and we plan on watching them at some point on this show, so I'm cool with it. Let's go. Yeah, all right, cool. Want me to hit me with your second bit of news? Uh, so it was revealed there were set photos of Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld on the set of Hawkeye. 
There's quite a few details Things revealed ugly for, for these. Second. Uh, that's fine. Not too far out of the norm. Uh, one, Kate Bishop has a nice shiner on the side of her cheek. Because, uh, yeah, Haley Sanfield is confirmed playing Kate Bishop. Hell yeah. Um, that uh, it looked like that... Uh, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Jeremy Renner has a hearing aid. I think is what people said. Um, I can't 100% tell because it's like the same color. It, it, his ear looks like it has a same, like the same color. Mm -hmm. And it, you just know how that shit is. It's weird. Also, you can see people on the set with like face shields and stuff like that, which is kind of funny uh, because it's the world we live in. Uh, anyways, um, he's got a little scar on his head too. So we'll see how... Uh, because it looks like they're, they're going to dive into the fact that this version of Hawkeye will be starting to go deaf. Um, a bishop's there. Pizza dog's there. Apparently the clown, a villain, who uh, is the one who stabs Hawkeye in the ears oh. during one of the comic line. Yeah, it's fucked. It's one of the variations on how he becomes deaf. There's like okay. three or four different storylines of how Hawkeye goes deaf. That's one of them. Getting stabbed um, in the ears. Yes. That's something. Yes. Yes. Um, so, important notes about Kate Bishop. So, warning, a little bit of Endgame spoilers. It's been a year, so you're fine. If you, if, if you haven't seen it, what the fuck? Anyways. So, <laughs> in that, um, Scott Lang's daughter, um, Cassie, is now a teenager. Because it's been five years. Um, Cassie and Kate Bishop, in the comics are fucking best fucking friends. They are goddamn homies. They are two peas in a pod. So, theory time. This is set up for Young Avengers. Okay. You've got a young Peter Parker. True. Who could be the leader. You have Falcon, who will be Captain America as their mentor slash leader. In that sense, like from a uh, yeah, from a large man. sense that yeah, he'll be the that the the old guard lead mm -hmm. if that makes sense. You have Spider Man in the Iron Man role. You have Kate Bishop in the snarky character role. You have Lana Lang or uh, not Lana Lang. Sorry, wrong Lang. Cassie Lang. There's a lot of Langs in comics. Funny mm -hmm. enough, um, Lana Lang is DC. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Um, so you have those four could be like your starting cast. You have, um, what is it? Uh, the 10 rings. Um, um, fuck. What's his name? Shazam? No, 10 rings. Shazam's DC, fucker. <laughs> there are nine people that make Shazam. No, fuck off. No, there's not. Um, <laughs> uh, God damn it. What is it? Dragon fist. Chi, chi, chi. Uh, chen, chen, oh. chen something? I think so. Marvel movie. Marvel TV show. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. There we go. Shang-Chi is going to be joining the MCU. He could be introduced. We have the possibility of... Um, I think it's Armadius Chi, uh, Chang who becomes the totally awesome Hulk in the comics. With Bruce being Professor Green now, 
maybe we get Amadeus as the Incredible Hulk, as a young Hulk, or we get Hulkling. Both cool options. Hulkling is a scroll. Um, and we know scrolls exist. Actually, a more competent choice. Hulkling. Um, <laughs> this is just set up for Young Avengers, and I can't wait. Especially with, like, She-Hulk series coming, which is a good place to introduce Hulkling. Mm-hmm. Let's go. This is set up for it. I'm down 100%. This is what, by the way, after we did our movies, I told Steven that I'm going to explain more why Kate Bishop showing up in this show is actually pretty cool and sets up a lot of good stuff, in my opinion. I have one question, though. Yes. Mainly Cassie. Like, isn't normally Cassie gets her powers similar to Ant Man's because, isn't it because she's so close to the Pym radiation? But in this universe, he's been gone for five years. She has a giant ant, Steven. I th- I forgot about him. I thought he was gone. <laughs> also, she dealt with how much while she was growing up? Already? Oh, how much? <laughs> Quite a bit, but not much at all. She was shrunk down in that fucking car when they had the laptop as the drive-in theater? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> right at the end of the movie. Dude. Yeah, no, but <laughs> obviously more of this shit happened throughout their, like together yeah i hear you during that time until the snap mm-hmm. um so potentially that or they're like late and they're going to show up later um okay. so maybe during ant-man and the wasp sequel we get that and the next avengers movie young avengers and i'm i'm so hyped for that what do we, what do you think they'll go up against uh um, what's his name i was gonna say um, adam but uh Kang the Conqueror is supposed to show up soon in one of the movies. I think he's showing up. If I remember correctly, he's showing up in uh, Doctor Strange. On the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, I think Kang the Conqueror is showing up there. Um, He's a time traveler who shows up. Definitely not going to be the main villain of the next, like, multi-arc villain. They have two other villains set up as well. Like, they have the rogue villain from the first... Um, um, oh, well, he's showing up from. Are you talking about from Multiverse? No, or sorry. From Strange? From, yeah, the first, from the first Strange movie. The, his friend. His, uh, uh, Modi, uh, Modus, I think it was the name, right? Mobus, Modus. Something Mobis. that where he tries to take people's magic away from them. Yes. I mean, he's supposed to be in the movie too. Yes. Yeah. And then we also have the villain set up from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at the end credits. The gold people. Who create? Oh, Earth where they create world. Adam? Yeah, but that wouldn't be your overarching villain. No, I'm just okay. I guess. I'm just saying, like those are villains that are set up already. Plus, people oh, are yeah, also those will show up Nam- in those. like Namor. Was it? Is that the D- the Marvel Aquaman? Aquaman? Yeah, and Namor's definitely walks the line. He could be the villain for um. Oh, he could be a villain for uh Black Panther because those two fight all the fucking time. That was, oh, I mean, with uh, what's her name, Suri taking the mantle of Black Panther, that um, could work as who they go up against. Because Namor does some fucked up shit, by the way, all right. multiple times. Um, so maybe, but I'm more talking about overarching villains, which Galactus. So it would be Galactus, and then after Galactus would be Annihilate uh, Annihilator. Uh, he's from the uh, uh, th- he's a Fantastic Four villain as well. Um, God of Death. 
Um, and if Venom ends up in the MCU in some way, we could do what they're doing right now with uh, Black King, um, which is uh, God, I can't remember his name, but he's the the god of the symbiotes. Okay. Um, there's a lot of villains if they do the things right that you could end up with as overarching villains. What if we got to see Apocalypse thrown in there? If they end up throwing, in yeah, no, hundred percent. If the X Men is in there and we get a good Apocalypse, Apocalypse is a villain that you get. Avengers and X-Men together to fight over. Mm. 100%. That'd be dope. Like, there are a lot of villains that we have available now that the, like, Fox uh, rights are in uh, Disney's hands. So, a lot of overarching villains we could do. There's the Nightmare King. Um, There's a lot of things that can be played around with. So, definitely some interesting stuff. But, yeah, no, I can't wait to see uh, Haley Seinfeld's uh, Kate Bishop because I think she's a fantastic actress. Um, So... Let's go. I'm in. Let's go. All right. I can't wait to see their banter with each other because the, the two characters in the comics are very snarky with each other. It's a very much a pseudo father-daughter bond. Um, which also leads me to believe that maybe Hawkeye is going through divorce. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. Which would be rough for him given everything he's been through through Endgame. Um, it would suck, but at the same time, he's a changed person, though. Like, oh yeah, no, he was Ronan. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, ooh, spoilers for Endgame: His best friend killed herself so he could have his wife, and then they divorce. <laughs> oh, ooh. hey, make for an interesting plot. Velma yeah. divorces Hawkeye. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm interested to see where that show goes because I mean, a it looks like they're doing some some of the fun. Uh, the the arc that was written, I think it's uh, it was either 2012 or 20 uh, 2007. It was like the best Hawkeye arc that everyone raves about. Yeah. Um, so good choice of source material so we'll we'll see how it goes and i can't wait nice all right i got one more piece of news here before we start talking about next week oh uh, so last week uh monster hunter worlds hit chinese theaters now that's already out in a theater yeah it's coming out next later this month for us and it's weird not going to movies isn't it? <laughs> we would have known about that. I would have known about that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's already starting to get pulled from Chinese theaters due to a racially insensitive. Um, the joke in question here, according to Variety, is one where co-star Jin Ao Young, uh, better known as his Asian American rapper ID MC Ying. Um, is driving a high-speed vehicle with another character. And in that scene, Ying shouts, Look at these knees! What kind of these are, knees are these? Chai knees. Yikes. Yeah. So... They put that in a movie? They put that in a movie. And released it to the Chinese market. Yep, it got early released everywhere else before in China. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a smart move. It's uh, Chinese viewers see it as in, uh, viewers were incensed after the exchange was interpreted 
as a reference to an old racist schoolyard rhyme insulting Asians, the uh, Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees, so on and so forth. You've probably heard it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. I don't remember it, but it sounds vaguely familiar. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Okay. Huh. Why would... Okay. God damn it. This is why... Who, who? God, what's the guy who fucking directed this? I think it's the same fucking... Give me a second. Uh, director Paul W.S. Anderson. What? Who do I know? Oh, he's doing... He did the... Okay, so yeah, he's the one who did Mortal Kombat and the Resident Evil... Some of the Resident Evil movies. He's the Resident Evil guy. <laughs> God damn it. Alright. Idiot. Fucking idiot. Yeah, that was just a joke that really doesn't fit. God, that's so... Okay. Uh, We all knew that movie was gonna fucking... Alright. Plus the one thing... I'll pop this up again on the stream so people can get... But, like, one thing that I also don't like about this is our main cast with this movie is very much just like an army group like they're people dressed up in army oh gear. god right and that's not what monster hunter is no <laughs> god damn okay this oh, fuck so this movie is gonna be an absolute uh, train wreck oh <laughs> yeah does it said when it hits digital Oh, when it hits, let's see here. Uh, Monster World. Uh, Monster Hunter film release, initial release in Germany. Um, um it, ooh, Christmas Day is when it's racing to theaters. Uh, um, Monster Hunter Digital Tuesday. It just says December, so I'm assuming it'll probably be released digitally the same day. But that's just assuming. Alright. It does say here, Monster Digital release from the Amazon video and iTunes should be about a week or two before the Blu-ray and DVD and 4K releases. But the estimated VOD release date is December 2020. You know, so, let's circle back to your first news story for just a second. Nolan's statement about, uh, back to the first, my first news story with your statement from, about Nolan. Yeah. Some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to the bed la- the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were here were working for the worst streaming service. What a bad fucking take from Nolan. Because his movie did jack shit in the box office because we're in a pandemic and cost Warner Brothers money. A lot of money. A lot of money. That was a complex so this movie is, that we need the, to watch. The reason why Warner Brothers is probably doing this is to make up for that loss. 
probably his fault. Hundred percent. They tested it with the Nolan. They tested it with a Nolan movie, which has pretty good draw because it's got Nolan fucking attached to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he makes big, complex movies. Ah, <sighs> what a bad fucking take. Why are like Ham and Scorsese so fucking bad at takes? They're great filmmakers, but their takes are always so fucking bad. They really are. Other news that I had. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, we can hit it up real quick if you want. We've got, I mean, we all, we've had a half hour of news just because I've quickly went through the movies. Yeah. I mean, we've got time. So we can um, go through at least one more. Uh, and we'll, we'll hit that hour and a half perfect. Yeah. Well, the one thing that I want to talk about actually is the Lord of the Rings. Lord oh, the, yeah, that happened. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings movies were remastered with Peter Jackson behind it, really. And he remade all six of them to look like they were filmed at the same time using the exact same techniques. So the idea is that hopefully The Hobbit will look less cartoony and less like multiple different frame rates and whatever. And the Lord of the Rings will be upgraded to 4K and a little bit clearer, I guess. I don't know. But... Yeah, I am. I I mean, if we didn't just watch all of the Lord of the Ring movies, I'd be like, hey, you want to see the re remastered 4K versions? And uh... <laughs> sometime next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say around April next year. April next year. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? That would be a year after the last time we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> It's Lord of the Rings month <laughs> all over again. <laughs> Lord of the Rings month too. Lord of the Rings harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, that'd be funny. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I'm actually kind of interested in this, uh, especially now. Oh, 100%. Because in my living room, we have a brand new 4K TV. Uh, that was... My, one of my dad's Christmas or birthday gifts this year from a friend. He was gifted a 72-inch 4K TV. Hell of a gift. Hell of a gift. So, we'll be enjoying that. <laughs> We've already been looking at things to watch. Like, all right, so what are we going to watch? Uh, we got to watch Avengers Endgame on this, of course. Um, Saw you watching Witcher. Yeah, we watched the first episode of The Witcher. Um, we had, So, uh, I think at some point here, we're going to have to do... Mm. Um, some of the shittier movies like Ready Player One. Um, I still really enjoy watching that one, actually. So, oh, it's fun to watch. Not a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've already started talking about like Game of the Thrones episodes, like Battle of the Bastards or um, the Battle of uh, Winterfell or Winterhelm, whichever. Yeah, uh, why would you watch <laughs> that one though? It's so fucking dark. But with 4K, it's less dark. You, there's no. many shades of gray. <laughs> no. The problem with that episode is uh, even at 4K, you still have that I- issue with the pixelization from the darkness. Mm-hmm. You still have that issue from 4K. I'll be the judge of that. I, I, I ha- the people with 4K fucking like theaters, like Tim Geddes, when he was reviewing that episode, complained about that issue. And he has like a bitchin' home theater so yeah no it's just it's just a problem with that episode all right 
go ahead and watch it, and I, 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 I'd like to hear your take on it, but I'm guessing it's still going to be an issue. We'll see. Battle of Five Armies will be great on it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so that's things. I'm, we'll probably end up watching a bunch of other shows that we enjoy, too. I could probably watch at least one Star Trek episode, even though it won't do anything but make it really big. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think that's it, honestly, except for next week's movies. Anything else you want to talk about except for next week's nope. movies? Nope. Let's go into next week's movies with the X-Men Chronicles. Woo! X-Men Chronicles. They're the Christmas cr Chronicles, right? Are they called the Christmas the or Christmas Chronicles? Chronicles? I just put X-Men Okay. God damn it. I We put... It the doesn't fit. title of the... You changed the font then! Fine. Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. God damn it, Steven. <laughs> I have a system for our sheets, okay? That's how I keep track of our movies. <laughs> yeah, so the options were going to be like either the Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3 or Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. And because Christmas Chronicles 2 is fairly new thanks to Netflix, I was like, hey, let's do Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. Which means maybe next year we'll do the fucking Santa Claus. Yeah. Clauses. The Santa Clauses. He didn't read the fine print. <laughs> Shut up. I hate it. <laughs> so yeah, that's next week. I'm kind of looking forward to it to see how that comes out. Yep. And, you know, we're almost done with the year. So I have some things planned for the Die Hard week. That'll be kind of fun. So don't just, worry. I, I think don't I worry. I think I know. Just don't worry. I won't. <laughs> cool. All right. So I think we're done here. We done here? I think we're done here. I feel done here. Yeah. We're done All here. All right. We're done here. Yeah. I had a good feeling about I had a very bad feeling about this, but it came out all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh, they didn't have that in this movie, did they? In either of them. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> no, they had I have a good feeling about it in the second one. That's true. The Lego Star Wars had a good feeling. Yes. But the, in 1978, I have a bad feeling wasn't a meme yet. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're done here. We're good, everybody. We're Thanks for here. stopping by. You're awesome. We appreciate you. Um, We'll see you as we continue on our holiday season with Christmas Chronicles next week. But until then, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Oh, We're fuck. done here. That image, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs>